Hello, and welcome to the Christ Table Podcast, a Bible study for those who struggle with digging into the Bible, but who want to develop a richer faith, one with some meat on its bones. I'm Kevin Young, a media guy turned minister who's passionate about helping others to thrive, especially spiritually. If you're unaware, Christ Table is a movement of people returning the church to her roots, in homes, around tables, over food with old friends and fresh conversations. Check us out over at www.christtable.today. In the meantime, today's study continues on the topic of unity as we make our journey through the book of Ephesians. We'll be in chapter 6, verses 21 and 22. Let's dig in. One of the things that I have noticed over the years is that there are individuals who have during different times on my journey through life have become indispensable people whom you come to rely on uh, both relationally as friends but also oftentimes uh, professionally or just to be able to navigate the world around you one of the greatest blessings that i've ever experienced throughout my years wasn't wasn't money wasn't education wasn't uh, any of the the jobs that I've had necessarily any of those things, but it was the the people who I was able to interact with and the people who were meaningful in my journey and reliable. Many of these people were behind the scenes kind of people. The the work that they did, the help that they provided to me, the encouragement that they gave uh, wasn't out in front. Only only I was aware of the ways in which they supported me, challenged me pressed me on towards greater things. I hope that you have people like that in your life. I am certain that if you take a close look back on your life, you're going to find that there were people who were in the right place at the right time to be an encouragement to you, to do God's work and support in your life. And and maybe oftentimes they were a second chair to you. They were uh, the person who was next to you in the corner office. They they were the person who did a lot of the behind-the-scenes work in order to make you look good out in front of the curtain, as it were. Now, when we come to Ephesians chapter 6 and these final four verses, two of which we're going to handle today, 6 verse 21 and 22, we have in this postscript an interesting comment from the Apostle Paul who wrote this letter to the church in Ephesus about one of those individuals. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 21. To bring you up to date, Paul writes, Tychicus will give you a full report about what I'm doing and how I'm getting along. He is a beloved brother and a faithful helper in the Lord's work. Now, Paul ends his letter naming the person specifically who's going to be the courier for this letter from his prison in Rome all the way to the city of Ephesus. Now, we have a similar conclusion in the book of Colossians, and we believe that Ephesians and Colossians were written at the same time. So it's likely that Tychicus has taken both Ephesians and Colossians and maybe even the book of Philemon as well on this one-way journey away from Rome on behalf of Paul. Now, it's interesting that Paul names the courier because that would have been abnormal for him to name 
the person who was delivering the mail. Whenever I send a letter in the mail to somebody, I don't make it a habit to, when I'm writing the letter, say, John is delivering this letter to your mailbox. There's no relationship. There's no connection there. So we know that Tychicus wasn't just a courier, that Tychicus had a relationship with Paul. He was an important person in Paul's life. He didn't write any of the books of the Bible. We don't have them listed among any of the apostles or the bishops or the teachers or the evangelists or the missionaries of the early church. We simply have his name here and at the end of Colossians and in one other place, which I'll get to in just a moment. Now, we know that he had a close relationship with Paul because Paul is telling the church at Ephesus that Tychicus is going to fill you in. So clearly Tychicus has been with Paul and around Paul, at least during his time in prison. I love that he calls him a beloved brother and a faithful helper in the Lord's work. This means that Tychicus wasn't just a hired hand, but that Tychicus was a brother in Christ, that Paul viewed him. And, and the word here is something that is closer than a friend when he says beloved brother, something more along the lines of family, someone who had been indispensable. But this hadn't just happened in Rome whenever Paul was in incarceration. Well, how do we know that? We know that because in Acts chapter 20, as Paul is on the final leg of his final missionary journey, the text tells us that several people were traveling with him. And Paul actually lines out the names of the people here that were traveling with him in Acts chapter 20, verse 4. Most of these names you're not going to recognize, but Gaius is mentioned in a few other places in Scripture. Timothy certainly has a lot written about him. In fact, two of our letters in the New Testament, First and Second Timothy, are written to that Timothy who becomes responsible for a church, but at this point was just a traveling companion for the Apostle Paul. And there, near the very end of the verse, we see Tychicus. Now, I don't have time to read the rest of the verses, but I'll tell you that whenever this happens in the story of the book of Acts, what is going to soon happen is Paul is going to visit uh, Troas. Paul is going to visit uh, Ephesus, Paul is also going to visit Jerusalem. And it's in Jerusalem, wherever a big hubbub erupts, and the Jews, who were not a fan of Paul in Jerusalem, try to um, try to take Paul out. And so they accuse him of things and have him arrested, essentially, and he ends up being taken back to Rome for incarceration. And so Tychicus has been with Paul for a long time. Tychicus has seemingly, even though many of these others did not, stayed by Paul's side through all of those events in the book of Acts where he's arrested in Jerusalem, likely through the shipwreck on the way back to Rome, likely staying in Rome with him until Paul finally says, you know, I need to send out some letters. Would you take these letters to Ephesus? to the church in Coloss, as well as take the letter of Philemon as well. So what we have here is a picture of somebody who, through thick and thin, remains alongside Paul. We need those types of people in our life. There are no lone ranger Christians 
who are successful in any way, and by success, I don't mean the American definition of success, but who are spiritually as strong as they need to be and are growing without other people. Christianity is not a Lone Ranger religion. Christianity is built upon the power and the influence and the necessity of community. It's why community is so absolutely important. Paul was privileged to have many people like Tychicus who were there alongside him to help him. And these people, as any person who's ever been mentored by somebody great knows, these people like Timothy and Gaius and Tychicus were maybe doubly blessed because Paul allowed them inside of his inner circle to see him and to see the way he thought and to see the way he lived and to see the way he served God in ways that no one else had access to. And so in verse 22, Paul says to the church at Ephesus, I have sent him, meaning Tychicus, to you for this very purpose, to let you how to, to let you know how we're doing, and I love this, to encourage you. You see, Tychicus by this point had become such a spiritual giant, such an indispensable person to Paul, that Paul realized that he couldn't keep Tychicus to himself that he needed to send not just a random courier, but he needed to send Tychicus out so that Tychicus could minister to others the way that he had ministered to Paul. So he sends Tychicus to let them know that Paul's doing okay, that it wasn't just words on paper, that, that Paul wasn't under duress writing that he's doing okay because his captors were forcing him to write that he's doing okay. But somebody who's flesh and blood, been with Paul, is able to carry on a true report to them about Paul that they can believe. And like I said, I love that to encourage. He sends Tychicus to be an encouragement. I wonder if God or someone were to send you to someplace else or some other person. I wonder if you and I would be an encouragement, or I wonder if you and I would be a, a discouragement. It's a choice. You know, we don't fight the battle of faith and suffering and this present world alone. There are other believers who stand with us in the fight. Paul said, I'm sending you someone who's going to stand alongside of you, who's going to help let you know how you can endure and can encourage you. The people that this letter is written to in the city of Ephesus are facing a lot, and it would be very easy for them to be discouraged. So Paul says, I'm going to send someone who's going to encourage you. Many times, whenever that person arrives in our own life on behalf of God, we ignore them, we press them out, we don't allow them into our heart or into our mind, or into our soul. If you're going through a season of suffering or turmoil or difficulty right now, I firmly believe that God is trying to send you a Tychicus or has sent you a Tychicus. And how did you respond in that moment? Did you say, no, no, I'm, I'm not ready for that yet. 
Did you push them away because it wasn't the person whom you wanted God to send? It was somebody else. Or, or maybe maybe you were just too proud. Maybe, maybe you didn't want to admit that the situation that you're facing is is as deep and as complex and is as difficult as it currently is that that you are in need currently because admitting that would be owning up to the mess and you're not sure you can take it this person is there so that you can face reality and not just face reality or avoid it but can overcome it you do not ever fight your battle alone Christ is there with you most powerfully through the presence of the Holy Spirit. But I love that it doesn't stop there. You have God within you. You're not alone. But God also says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send people to you, flesh and blood, physically, so that you will also know that you're not alone. It may be second best to the Holy Spirit, but you know what God says? Sometimes I understand that you just need flesh and blood. You just need to see someone. And so finally, and we'll leave it at this, it is important that we remember that we must also encourage other people. You see, if people are going to be sent to us as an encouragement, if we're going to to have the ability to receive a Tychicus in that time of need, whenever we need encouragement, we also need to ensure that we are being people who are encouraging of others as well. Would people say that you're an encourager? I know that we all have different personalities and different spiritual gifts. And for some of us, it becomes something that's very natural. And for others of us, it's, it's not natural at all. And that's okay. I'm not asking you to be inauthentic or, or disingenuous to who you are, but all of us, all of us can flex those encouragement muscles. Are you? Have you? Will you? You should. The body of Christ needs you, just as you need the body of Christ. This Bible study from the book of Ephesians is brought to you by Christ Table. If you'd like to join us in the study, there's an easy to follow guide in the show notes. We'd love to have you join us. You know, 65 million adults in the United States have dropped out of church, and that number will grow by 2.7 million by the end of this year. We here at Christ Table are committed to doing something about that. We're committed to creating a world where the table is once again the center of the home, the center of family life, and especially the center of faith formation again. Our mission, that's simple, to help people eat freely and drink deeply of life and of faith. Find out more about us by going to www.christtable.today. And when you get over to christtable.today, be sure to sign up for our email list. And for those who choose to donate, I've got a resource box that I'll send you in the mail as my thanks. And trust me, you're going to like it. By the way, the podcast is available because of the generous donation of our listeners and the incredible community of people who call Christ Table their spiritual home. Join us on our next episode as we conclude our step-by-step -step study through the book of Ephesians. And if you'd like to watch these Bible studies live, there's more information on our website about that as well over at www.christtable.today. Thanks so much for listening. We wouldn't be here without you. Until next time, I'm Pastor Kevin Young, and this is the Christ Table Podcast.